Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, March 2nd. Many entrepreneurs start a business with a desire to change how things are done or simply because they're passionate about their industry or idea. But for a growing cohort of Canadian women, passion for an idea is taking a backseat to financial goals and flexibility as they look to self-employment and business ownership as a way to build wealth and have more control over their lives. A new survey from GoDaddy ahead of International Women's Day next week reveals that 80% of Canadian women see more opportunity than ever in starting their own business despite battling burnouts and a challenging economic climate. Pursuit of financial opportunities and lifestyle flexibility top the reasons for starting or intending to start a business. In 2021, the survey found that passion was the driver of women's small business dreams. Around half of respondents in the latest poll said that financial opportunity was the top motivator for starting a business or side hustle, especially given the rising cost of living. The research also highlights the barriers, perceived or otherwise, that Canada's would-be business owners are facing. Startup costs top the list, although respondents tended to overestimate startup costs by an average of 56%, while more than two-thirds said it actually cost them less than $1,000 to launch their business, with 15% saying they had no startup costs at all. Time constraints and household responsibilities are also key considerations, with one in three respondents a primary caregiver with children under 18, and most saying that they do most of the household chores even if they don't have children. Despite the challenges, including the economic environment, most Canadian women entrepreneurs are optimistic, with 70% reporting excitement for their growth in 2023. No one enjoys paying tax, but most of us accept that it's the price we pay for the public services we rely on. The rate at which we should be taxed may be subjective, but a new survey from the Fraser Institute shows that most Canadians think what they pay is too much. The poll of more than 1,500 people early this year found that more than half of respondents felt that 25% of income should be the maximum level of taxation for the average family, including federal, provincial and local government taxes. 80% said it should be 40% or less. In 2022, the report shows that the average Canadian family actually paid 45.2% of their income in taxes. Just 6% of respondents felt that above 40% was a fair rate of taxation for the average family. The rate of taxation that Canadians think they should pay likely includes a verdict on services rather than an absolute set-in-stone level. Just 16% of survey participants felt they were getting good or great value for their tax dollars, while 44% said they were getting poor or very poor value, and 28% felt it was satisfactory. The Credit Suisse Research Institute has just published the 2023 Global Investment Returns Yearbook, this time with a reminder to investors that history can and should be learned from. The Global Investment Returns Yearbook is an authoritative finance guide to historical long-run returns covering stocks, bonds, bills, inflations and currencies across 35 countries with data going back to 1900. The Credit Suisse Research Institute partnered with the London Business School to create the 272-page report. In the 22 years from 1900 to 2022, the Institute found that the US stock market was only the second best performing market among the 35 countries, according to a 6.38% annualised real return in terms of US dollars. It finished closely behind the Australian stock market, which came out on top with a 6.43% annualised real return in US dollar terms. During the same period, the 2023 Credit Suisse yearbook found that stocks across the globe reaped annualised real returns of 5%, while bonds historically reaped 1.7% returns. Since the 1980s, bonds started to deliver higher stock-like returns, a trend which came to an abrupt halt last year as inflation and rising cash rates 
ground bonds back to losing levels. As a result, the research found that most countries reported losses on bonds last year. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus why dual citizens need a cross-border planning quarterback, regulators aim to get ahead of growth of AI and the metaverse, and Tesla investors are disappointed by Musk's master plan. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.